0: Player, player, entry, hustle. Hey, yo, it's the two pro, Rob you, Seth. Run your mouth, express yourself. Voicing up concerns and relieving your stress. And yeah, we do this shit for free, but you can pay your respect. Drop knowledge and the issues are fresh Yeah, the show is live, but we do it to death Most death, you know you know what does it better than us But don't listen with your kids, cause we're likely to cuss Weighing in on some dope topics Lend the ear while we talk our shit Cause you know we bound to be so profound Make you think a little when we push it down Let us do the talking, just relaxing on unwind. Laugh your ass off, baby, have a good time Robin you, Seth, yeah, we something sublime Run your mouth, Yo, out of our minds. All right. Welcome to Run Your Mouth episode. I have no idea because I don't keep track. This is the most interesting episode we're doing yet. Oh, for sure. So I'm going to set a picture here. We are <coughs> trespassing at our friend's house. We're out on his porch. He's okay. got a... He's got a great porch for hanging out on, without a question. This is
1: probably our best studio yet.
0: You know, like, the way, like, a hot chick will make you horny? A good porch makes me want to, like, drink, have some beers, like, smoke a cigarette. Like, it instantly gets me in that zone.
1: Uh-huh, especially with nice weather. Right. Or moderate. Uh...
0: Right, the second it's nice out. You might have to come a little closer. So, first and foremost... I fucked up two weeks in a row. Last week, I brought the wrong memory card with me when I went to Mr. Feldstein's, and we lost about a half hour good audio. Then this week, we come out, and I'm in Connecticut. I pack up all my gear. I have literally invested probably $550 in getting you guys... Good audio equipment. Now there's 30 of you, which means I spent $50 on each of you as a listener, basically. I don't know if that matters enough. I'm just saying, I've spent more money than necessary for the amount of listeners we have on having perfect quality audio. That
1: was actually perfect math.
0: Was it? No. Oh, no. It was way off. (laughs) 30 times 50 would be like 1,500. I don't even know. I don't do math off the top of my head. But, anyways, I left the fucking memory card again. Two weeks in a row, exact same mistake, complete stupidity. And now, as long as we're on the topic of stupidity, so we're on my friend's porch. He's out of town. So I call him up, and I go, hey, you're out of town. Can we hit up your porch because we're homeless? We don't have a place to do this. Can we make use of your porch? He goes, no one's home. Absolutely. Enjoy my porch. We show up to the house, and it looks like someone's home. So we pull Lights that... Lights are on.
1: Cars in the driveway. It just looks like a house that, that, that has occupants in it.
0: Right, so... We pulled a super shady move where you you take a look through a couple of the windows, you knock on the door, you walk around back. The type of thing that if a neighbor sees, that that doesn't look good. It looks like you're trying to rob the place. And not just that, but the person who's inside is an ex-soldier, might have some, like, (laughs) wrong guy to randomly fuck with and surprise with. Hey, we're on the porch. Anyways, turns out someone is home, but they haven't murdered us yet, so... We might not have the best audio quality, but oh, we might
1: but... <laughs> have the most exciting uh, background.
0: <laughs> right. You might you might hear a murder take place. This could be the evidence right here. I'm here with uh, Mr. Feldstein as most of the times. I guess I can't say as always. <laughs> as usual. I wish I could say as always, but that's not that's not the case. And we're coming on Passover. Did you did you have a nice uh thingy thing
1: with the whole fam? The the, oh, the yeah. Satyrs? So far, we're off to a rock and start. So far so good. You mean with the Satyrs? Oh, yeah, with with the whole holiday. Right. I wish I still liked
0: drinking, because for a long time, even when I was more religious, I did not really enjoy the Seder. So what I used to do this, goes all the way back to high school, was I would, before the Seder started, I'd go to the bathroom, I'd steal a bottle of wine from the outside, I'd open up a bottle of wine, I'd put it in the cabinet underneath the sink in the bathroom. And then in between the cups of wine at the table, I'd go to the bathroom and chug the bottle of wine. And then my way of telling if I was too hammered was if I was sitting at the table and I was finding... that, Like, there would be guests at our table. If I was finding people I didn't generally find attractive to be attractive, I knew it was time to stop drinking.
1: Wasn't it mostly your family?
0: Yeah, yeah. I'd look at my aunt and I'd be like, hey, aunt... No, of course... No, we'd we'd have guests. Oh, okay. No one who... A reasonably minded human being would be like, "Hey, that's someone I should uh, try and convince to leave their husband." <laughs> but I guess when you're at all male high school, pounding a bottle of wine in a, in a bathroom, you, your standards can dip, that's and that's what happens. And it's a good way of knowing the lower barricade of, "Okay, I better, uh, I better cut on the drinking." But now, dude, like, I mean, I it's just. I don't know, it doesn't help. Like, it's not like. I, I guess I've drinking enough in my life that it's like, oh, I'm at a Seder, I can get hammered. It does not. Excite
1: you. It doesn't excite of... me
0: enough. I'd rather be out being productive than drinking, so it's more of just an annoying thing than,
1: uh. It's so tough to understand you and and this logic because what you're saying. First off, you you say you don't enjoy drinking, but you drink. And quite a, not not really. Okay.
0: No, I just I I tend to
1: I tend to have a beer before I go
0: to bed or like late. I don't I don't drink at all when I'm out doing comedy. Just like. or like I'll have like some rye sometime, but I'm I'm very rarely out drinking. But then sometimes I think about my week. I'm like, there was some drinking in there, so <laughs> I don't that's know. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I feel like I do very little drinking, but it's also just in comparison to like to what what it how had much been yeah how okay. much drinking I've done at points. But I literally because I don't do I don't do any drinking when I'm out doing comedy. A lot of nights I'm getting a lot like work done, so I very rarely. I feel like the only times I really drank was every once in a while, like, I'd make plans with Dave Smith, like, hey, tonight's a drinking night, and we would, like, we would go hard, but I haven't done that in, like, I feel like a year, okay. so, I don't know, I seem to have gotten sick at some family functions, but outside of that, I feel like I haven't been doing much drinking at all. Anyways, my dad does, that. my dad is so funny, he, he treats the Seder like he is a college professor and you are going to flunk the final if you're not paying attention. And he doesn't have that leverage, but he'll sit there and go, all right, no one seems to have a good answer on this. You all have a gutta in front of you. Why don't you open up your gutta?" And, like, he gets so aggravated that no one is as engaged in it as he is but he can't let it go and he will just he will drag it out it's going till 12 31 o'clock and if you're not interested he's just going to make it progressively more miserable uh-huh. at one point i took i took a sip of wine out of like when you were supposed to drink wine and he's like you know we're not up to the second cup yet and i was like dude if you call out everything i do here it's going to be a long <laughs> night
1: it's I don't be know even longer than, than you yeah, wanted.
0: Yeah, it's be. like, what's going on here? But anyways, I guess I survived Sader. Um, did you do you do you lead your Seder? Or? I led
1: the second one. My dad led the first
0: one. Oh, I guess if if you're not, I, I don't know how many Jews are in our demographic. Seder, it's it's one of like the big ones when Jews actually will, that Even don't really keep religion, like. will show up no. for it. Yeah. yeah, it's the Passover holiday, and we're uh, we're celebrating our freedom. I don't know, whatever. First topic I want to talk about um, is the doctor that got dragged off a plane.
1: Yeah, sure, let's start there.
0: Yeah, if you haven't watched this footage, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know what you're doing with your time. This is entertainment at <laughs> yeah, its this best.
1: Is, this is like, if you, if. You know the people that watch viral videos and and, you know stuff in the news, obviously they've seen this, but even the people that just cut out five minutes a day for viral videos or for (laughs) or like five minutes a week, this is this is definitely. Is there anyone who
0: puts out? I mean, I guess this is kind of what Tosh is, but I actually don't. I don't. I no. I don't really watch viral videos. Spend that much time on Facebook. Or YouTube but I feel like someone should have a newsletter of like the best of the week and that must exist yeah, online
1: exists, yeah I, I gotta sign up for that because it's, it, it's not like one place but I it's, feel like every once in
0: a while I miss one like for instance I remember that there was that talking um drinking out of cups talking lizard video that is one of Geico
1: commercial. No,
0: it's not the Geico commercial. It's like the Geico commercial on acid. Where you, fuck you. Walk up, me walk white captain tying knots. Fuck you. You've never seen this. Never seen it. It is the hardest I've ever laughed in my life, and I feel like after that, that was like four years ago, maybe longer. Right? I saw it in college. Laughed.
1: You haven't truly laughed since. Well,
0: that's true too. <laughs> I actually lost my ability to laugh. That video stole my ability. Uh-huh. No, I haven't really like been on YouTube looking for funny content, and I feel like I've missed out. Okay. Yeah. But anyways, that's that's a long time to be to not have seen unbelievable
1: YouTube video game. Yeah.
0: But anyways, if you missed this, I you, you gotta you gotta start living a little life. And here we are. We're gonna play a little audio from it. Hit it, Yussel. Well. uh... Yeah. But We're we having we're having technical
1: difficulties oh, all, all over, over the place. map. But um.
0: I mean, I don't even know. Let's
1: set the stage. It, I literally don't know.
0: even know if they're gonna be ulti Heroes. There's no way for me to monitor audio as to what. They can't hear. This might just be pure crickets. There aren't too many crickets out here. I don't know why there isn't more wildlife.
1: But there was a guy uh, on the plate who was just ripped off, (laughs) essentially. And here we go.
0: We got the video? I
1: think so. All right. No, this is wrong. Oh, my God. Look at
0: what you did to him. All right, you can stop it right there. So they're literally, this guy is on the ground. They're dragging him out by his arms. And... First and foremost, they just picked the wrong guy to kick off a flight. I feel like most people, once the cops show up and say, listen, there's the easy way or the hard way, you cannot be on this flight, we're pulling you off... They just go okay. I'm getting up and going. This guy treated it like one of two things: like he was that little kid, so stubborn. You're gonna have to drag me out of the store. And I'm making a scene out of this, or like a guy who's like, this is a good opportunity for a lawsuit. I'm gonna be as dramatic about this as possible. And now well, he's
1: 70 year old. 70 he's 70. Yeah,
0: man. Asians age slower than black people. Yeah, they look. <laughs> that guy looked like 32, but he's yeah, I mean, 70. he looked be- He looks better than me now. Yeah. and I'm younger than that. He looks incredible. Better than both
1: of us combined.
0: Oh, I didn't realize he was that old. So. I guess it's pretty impressive for his age, but then maybe it's his fault that he didn't know the karate to get out of that. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> but, um, that lady, if I was a personal injury lawyer, I am hiring that lady like just to just go out follow. there and make a scene she is what made that video as, as a guy who directs internet <laughs> films she is what made that work if you don't have her screaming with the can you play it again though oh no she could not be more dramatic more panicked about it she's what makes that work where you're like oh my god this is a tragedy like you could throw her into even more minor incidents like a cop writing a parking ticket you throw her in there of oh no <laughs> <The> <laughs> and, humanity. yeah or you throw her on a boat with some syrian refugees people are taking oh, this is wrong. oh
1: my god look at
0: what you did to She is perfect She's what makes that a viral video If you're a personal injury lawyer you got to hire that lady tomorrow to start showing up places just to be dramatic about it
1: Would they be would if you were hiring her would you just have her go to different events or like actually track like some of your clients Oh I don't know to follow I follow I... them around to make sure that you know, I might if just if I had up some, if some you sort had, of case. If
0: anyone who has footage of like client breaking his leg, this, that, or the you other. Just that audio. you <laughs> just have to add that audio,
1: and suddenly it's going to play well in court <laughs> every time. <Absolutely>. But now. <laughs> I feel like I've heard the, the, the judge would be like, I, I feel like I've heard this before. It's like, uh, yeah, that's, that's that woman. <laughs> you know, she's there all the time.
0: Because the, like, the jury doesn't know it's played every time. Yeah. The judge just keeps looking down oh, Like God. again. <laughs> They're using that again. Um, now, if I was the CEO of um, United. United, here's how I would treat this situation. This is how much of a shitbag I am. Now, what happened was this was the protocol. They decided <coughs> this person's being bumped. They call airport security. I'm still not sure if those are cops or not, but it's airport security. They call airport security and say, we need you guys to remove these people from this flight. Airport security goes ahead and shockingly violent the way they remove this person, right? Although I guess at some point that's their job. The guy's refusing to go. You're in a sticky situation. If I'm the CEO, I go, what those security guards did was terrible, we are never gonna call security again, I'm shocked by the violence that they took it to, that is never what we intended. We are trying to deal with this as, is, in as most diplomatic a fashion as possible, that's why airline security is there so that they can handle this in a safe manner for both the people getting on the plane and the other passengers, and they fail to do so, so we're gonna train our own staff to deal with this in-house,
1: shame on airport security. I don't know if that's the right movie. United actually, they're the ones that called them in. They called security to come in. They didn't tell security to be brutally violent. Okay. Now,
0: we live in a new era, <clears throat> which is interesting. you get away with that shit?
1: No, you can't because the cell phones. No, get, get away with with that stance that you Oh, you mean escaped. blaming
0: security. Yeah.
1: Oh, I'm shocked that they
0: didn't do that. But um, what I'm more shocked by is that with... All the people with camera phones—they thought they could drag a guy through a plane by his hands Pass, and past a full flight, past a full flight of people, you know, yeah. and that wasn't going to be a big deal. You just—you can't get away with that shit anymore. Yeah, I true. feel like that's going to be p- almost part of corporate training moving forward. It is if it's not already? Um No, not just for these. But I think like just—you cr- cannot be an over-the-top shitty employee anymore. I just don't think you can get away with it. Like, if you're going to be an over-the-top shitty employee, anyone can grab out their phone anytime, document it. This is like a different – I think it's good for consumers. Yeah. Although it's bad if you're a dude who wants to lose your shit. <laughs> if you're a guy – Take it out on some 70-year-old Asian guy. Right. Now, if I was Delta, I'd be running a commercial tomorrow. <laughs> Fly Delta where we won't beat the shit out of you.
1: <laughs> Delta. <laughs> the airline, the consumer the safe, choice. The safe airline.
0: Right. Right. Um, now I haven't flown in a while, okay. but first and foremost, that situation is avoidable because if you're United, you have enough money that there's something that you can give to these people that someone's going to voluntarily
1: leave that flight. Well, that, that was the whole story. They, you know, first offered up whatever it was, $400 and, and, uh, you know, take, tic- uh, an extra ticket or a round trip ticket to use, and then they bumped it up to like $600 and that's where they ended it.
0: You got so to go, you got to go, go, go higher. Yeah. Because it, it's not just the money, it's the hassle of getting onto yeah. a plane. Like this guy I mean he kind of overreacted but i get like you've gone through a scanner you've checked your baggage you fought to get a cab to get it it is like six hours of work to get to that fucking seat to then have them tell you like oh you can't take this flight it's not just the flight it's not just money being reimbursed it's also it's not like they're telling you hey listen you show up for the next flight tomorrow you're not gonna have to go through security we're gonna personally escort you put you in first class so if you haven't done your part you know, to make the flight accessible. Fuck them.
1: Yeah. No, they, no, they need. They need to go to a point where, there are people itching to, right. To um. I almost think. Know, I almost think off. what would
0: be fun. And- what if I would do if I was an airline to make it fun, you get an auctioneer to step on the plane and start like you know, one of those like cattle rancher auction? Who wants five hundred, who wants five hundred, not faking 600, yeah. 600, 600. 600 over there? Until, okay, I got six hundred. I'll throw in five fifty with the first clamp <laughs> tick tomorrow. First class tick tomorrow. Who's taking it? I'm gonna throw in a Pepsi. Anyone want a Pepsi? They've been well, in the well, news. <laughs> or wh- why not
1: yeah. why not have the passengers Make their offers. Oh, say, like, like text
0: it forward. What? What you'll or even for say, you it? Know, I just think the cattle rancher uh, thing would be more fun. The <laughs> yeah, guy gets on vest, exciting. the hat goes. We need someone to get off this flat, and I'm starting at five hundred dollars. Who's taking it five hundred dollars? Get off the
1: flat five <laughs> yeah. hundred. And he's no got to. He's got to be Texas. He's got to be that character. Big old mustache. As if he's like auctioning off. Uh, yeah. You know some a moose. <laughs> All right, they're moose in Texas. So then I caught a second
0: camera angle that um, that dropped later, if you can pull it up, of the guy when they first grabbed him. So that was that lady overreacting, spectacular performance, cast her in a movie. It if is. there's a horror movie, that lady's got to be in there when like you know the murderer first arrives. But here's the guy when he first gets grabbed. This is nuts.
1: doctor. No, I don't. Oh, one little
0: behind the noise I was looking for now you cannot make that noise and not get knocked out afterwards that is the noise you make when an alien is coming out of like that's like an alien emerging out of a baby like that's like i feel like he was going to crash the plane as a kamikaze pilot when he makes that
1: noise <laughs> that is not a human noise yeah and there's 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 that uh <laughs> yeah there's a a bit of a. well you said kamikaze i feel like you're just you're just going all all racial on it but it does have that asian kind of tone to that noise. Right. (laughs) Um,
0: Take me and we will both (laughs) die. Yeah, it's a little over the top. It's very um But 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 I guess also you don't know
1: what they were doing. I, guess I don't he, think they tased him, but they right. definitely were...
0: You know what? I take back what I said before. United's at fault. If they have a protocol oh, in well, place... Just switched it up. I switched it up. If they have a protocol in place that they need a seat and they decided the procedure is oh, if yeah, a person has to go, security has to physically remove them, then they set themselves up for this kind of an incident. Especially I don't, I don't, considering... I
1: highly doubt that it's in the, the literature saying that security has to physically remove them.
0: But it's at some point, if you're calling security... And the guy's not going to comply. So,
1: what's security supposed to do? Yeah. So, that's an expected
0: outcome. So, you must have, you're pre planning for this that we, there's a case where we might board someone onto a flight. They're going to, no one wants to leave. We pick who has to leave. They say, I will not leave. Then we're going to get security to physically come and say, You have to leave. Now, they make that decision. Let's say the guy says, I'm not leaving. Well, then security calls him off. They've already made that decision. And that's crazy.
1: I guess because you can't spend the whole, the whole flight. It would take forever. Just if some guy goes, I'm not getting off, and then all right, let's move on to the next right. guy. Like then you're just no. It's I thought futile. This yeah. Have
0: you ever been? You ever seen this? You're in a business. They raise prices, and they have to put up a card. wide – Like sorry, but like our costs have gone up. We're yes. raising prices. Like I remember in high school. I think I could be wrong on this. I seem to remember standard when I was a kid, this is inflation for you, a slice of pizza was a buck 50. That was like standard. I think I might be confusing it with the subway and slices were 250 maybe, no, but I feel like buck 50. So I remember at MTA I think they raised it to a buck 75 and they put that sign about hey, our yeah, our wheat ER and, weed and milk went up like, sorry but we have to raise prices. And I remember I think we protested for about 15 minutes and then some kids got hungry and that was the end of the protest. But I would love it if um, United put up a sign tomorrow where they're like, due to our inability to physically remove people from planes, we are forced to not overbook not overbook flights and we'll have to boost prices in order to have a return to our <laughs> investors. <laughs> Sorry for the increased pricing. Now, what's crazy is, like, I guess the fact that they overbook flights is, is necessary because people don't show up and they want to maximize their profits. Mm-hmm. But they... You got to be
1: more consumer friendly. It's just bad business. They're, they're going to suffer for it. No, this is. That's the thing. Like I They have kind of worked the numbers in their,
0: in their favor pretty, pretty
1: perfectly down to a T. Right. With the exception of these, these types of. These are outliers. Oh, I heard that sure. they've
0: actually improved. Like most airlines, it's like 0.06% b- yeah, bump rate. They're, they're right at 0.04%. they have actually improved it. But at the end of the day, you just have to give people enough money that they'll oh, yeah, give yeah, up. Yeah. Like, you fucked up. That's the way you're trying to
1: maximize your and profits. This is, this is an outlier, and you're making it up on the 99% other right. flights that you're doing. So, so just, just, just be generous. And also, like, really, what if you give, like, uh, it's not like you're handing over actual dollars. You're handing over
0: plane future money. Future
1: plane money. It's, like, right. mon, kind of monopoly money for them in the sense that... Right, you can put them on still, a... F- they're still getting on the flight in the future. They're still gonna... You know, the, the whatever little cost that you're... Right, you can throw first class tomorrow. It doesn't matter. And, but what I'm saying is there's also, you know, like, whatever st- fees and shit like that. Like, you're still going to make up. You're still making on, be great, the, on those you, guys.
0: You give the guy a free flight or whatever, and then he shows up, <laughs> and it's like... Oh, well, since this is a free flight, there's going to be a baggage fee. Oh, since this is a free no, flight, that... there's going to be a cup fee. Oh, by the way, there's a soda uh-huh. fee, bathroom fee. It's like yeah. you just keep, like, pegging him until eventually it ends up costing you money. All right. Next, um, I want to discuss Hillary Clinton back in the news. Why? I thought the one good thing about Trump winning was Hillary was going to be so embarrassed we would never have to see or hear from her ever again. But no, she's back. She's talking about the election. She's mm-hmm. talking about what's going on in the news. And so she had this to say about why she wasn't elected. Yussel, you ready with the clip?
1: Yes. Yeah, sure. All right,
0: run it. I'm here to say, as you just did, Nick, that certainly misogyny played a role. I mean, that just
1: has what's to be admitted. About?
0: And why and what the underlying reasons were is what I'm trying to parse out myself. Okay, that's that's enough. Now, to me, if you're Hillary Clinton, it's impossible to claim misogyny when you're that unlikable. Like, <laughs> it's you. <laughs> and the ironic thing is that's exactly what makes you so unlikable is that you can't look at yourself and go, oh, I'm the problem. It's what makes her so fucking infuriating is her... I, I want to say... Listen, I, don't, I actually don't have a problem with women. I've spoken to plenty of, like like chicks in my office, they didn't like her either. She has a bitchy quality. And Uh it's exactly that thing of not being able to be introspective at all or take blame and totally allocate blame to other people that you just want to take it's like that you know what she is she's the person when you show up to like a country club that goes over to like the major d to complain that you don't have the proper hat on the proper tie on rules are rules at this club she's the one in an office that rats you out she just has that personality she's Mm -hmm. completely unlikable that's why you weren't elected it has
1: nothing to do with the fact that you're a lady she, so that's that's what she was claiming. She's she's, saying she's clearly, getting interviews now. That, that clearly misogyny, misogyny played, in, played uh, a role. No, in the in in the election result, you're saying yes. Oh, that's what. she... Yeah. Well, women women didn't vote for her. That's a sore she. She even lost. Loser. She
0: even lost like the, the college vote. educated women vote. That was the core of her vote. Wait, so smart women are misogynistic? Are you calling women dumb then? So college, ed, your... college educated women are not intelligent enough to be aware of the fact that they're being misogynistic when they vote for someone who isn't you. I think she's calling women dumb. I didn't even think of that till just now, but that is part. Now, I hear that, and I'm actually hoping that our next president is a lady. Now, typically, I would never vote for a woman, but if it's going to make Hillary Clinton feel worse about herself, I'm all for it. Yeah,
1: sure.
0: <laughs> and now, here's the problem, though. Let's say we vote a woman into office. I feel like Hillary gets up and goes, this is a victory for women, and I plowed the path for it. It was only because of all the work I've done in government that I set the stage that another chick could win the election. So here's what I think the next person get yeah. away
1: with that so far, though.
0: I think the next person should just run is not Hillary Clinton. That should be her name. It should be a chick, just not Hillary Clinton, hand. so that Hillary can finally just acknowledge, <coughs> oh, i got to be a little introspective here. Now, here was the thing. Washington Post, um, this was the article I found it in. The title of the article was, uh, Hillary Clinton says misogyny played a role in her loss. Research suggests he might be right. So one of their claims was, like, um, they were giving a breakdown of, like, all this research that went into things in regards to like what kind of clothes she can wear, how she can speak, if she can cross her legs, like all these things that she was saying, specifically a female candidate has to worry about that a male doesn't. And I bet that there is the same amount of research that goes into males and the words that they use. There's a whole research to politics and what plays well in marketing and all that. And Trump trumped all of that. He broke all the conventions and there was something suave enough about him that people gravitated to that he won. It has nothing to do with the fact that you're a female. It's
1: that you lost and that you're unlikable. Yeah. No, that makes, that makes sense. There's a card pulling up into our studio.
0: Oh. <laughs> now, here's the other thing. I can't... There's no science to this at all, but I think we all do kind of just make quick judgments on people. So, like, there's some... Like, Paul Ryan, I don't know why, he kind of just strikes me as, like, a decent, honest guy. Ted Cruz strikes me as, a, like, just oh, a villain. Bag, yeah. He just strikes me as a villain. That that could be totally untruthful. On the same note, Hillary Clinton just strikes me. She hits those, she hits those bad courts. She's a snake. Yeah, she just does. I, I can't tell you if that's true or not true, but okay. Um, Now, the next thing I was reading about this week, there was a Business Insider. I don't know much about the Business Insider. Sounds like a good enough name for a newspaper.
1: <laughs> sure. <laughs> Have I you ever heard of that. them? I, I mean, yeah. they come
0: up a lot on Reddit. There are a lot of things on the Reddit news feed I won't even look at at all. Just because of where it's coming from? Yeah. Okay. Um. Like New Republic, I won't read their articles. I don't know what that is. Never even heard of it. Guardian, Guardian and Independent are both great. However, the Independent's a weird one because they get news stories I don't see anywhere else, which almost makes me think. British one? Yeah, which almost makes me think like they're not true. Like they're so wildly unreported anywhere else. I
1: feel like they have a very they're very on the inside on a lot of stuff. I feel like when when you're kind of looking. For a story they'll they'll come up come out with something with like some crazy ass pictures like that you won't find anywhere else yeah they seem to have like the general yeah like i feel like there's just like that general like you know throw up of of like the the kind of template article right that that everyone kind of pulls up and has like the the three pictures that are you know like but they'll have like fucking deep dives of right. pictures and like and like information that like you're like what in the f- like how the fuck did you get your hands on that right first of all and second of all like you know like you know who, what i love who are you
0: what i in love bed is with is that, what I that love, you can yeah. get your
1: hands on this shit yeah that's exactly what i feel about them
0: <clears throat> what i love about reddit just as a news filter is i find like it just has it's curated in an anti-government way but it pulls from mainstream sources. will so they'll pull like the one CNN article, which is kind of like. Or I found that more with Obama. Like Wash Post, I have a really love-hate relationship with, because when Obama was in office, it was interesting, because they're a very liberal paper. But sometimes they would slam him for things he didn't read about anywhere else. But then other times they're like loony, like liberal in ways that make no sense to me. But anyways, in this case, we got a Business Insider article, and they said Republicans want to want to drug test welfare recipients. Um, they should also have to drug test bankers. So let's just start with the first part of this, of drug testing people who are on welfare. What's your feelings on that?
1: Hmm. Um, as a, as like a criteria for if they could stay on welfare? Yeah, I guess so. Do you think like, they,
0: they, that's fair. I think it's fair also. Well, actually, at first I kind of feel bad because I feel like the entire benefit of being on welfare and not having to work is having time to do drugs. And you'll never be able to go f- – if they do this, you'll never find a job because you're going to have to waste all your time trying to find clean urine. So I feel like you really put a harm in these people. But then I, I do kind of have that feeling of like y- you can't have it both ways. If you want government to be involved in your life and provide for you, then I think sure they can all – like for instance, I also feel that way with healthcare. care. It's like if you think government should provide your health care, I think government also has a right to tell you you have to be healthy or You're only allowed to eat vegetables. Like I don't think you can have it both ways where you want government – to just be like the parent that's going to provide for you without being the parent that's going to provide any discipline or yeah, I don't think you get it both ways. Either you, you, it's like you live in my house, you live by my rules kind of thing. You want to live at home. You want your parents to take care of you. You got to have a curfew. Mm -hmm. You don't want to have a curfew. Then you got to be self-supporting. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, so I, I do think there's something to be said for not having it both ways. Now this art, this logic was such a sham to me. So they were trying to say, if you want a drug test, um, welfare recipients, you should also have to drug test bankers. Here's why. Do you take that home mortgage deduction, receive tax-free employee-provided health insurance, or claim the child tax credit? If so, you're receiving government support. That's not government support, that's the government not taking something from you that they claim that they had a right to take. A home mortgage deduction means less tax money. Taxes mm-hmm. are what the government, it's not like the government's magically, get, you're self-supporting yourself, and the government is taking less of what you have.
1: Yeah, they're That not is completely different than being anything.
0: completely reliant on government <clears throat> for your income, not contributing to society. Those are—that That is such a false equivalence, it's unbelievable. Um, now, I got some advice. If you're on welfare, it means you're also probably on Medicaid. So you if you're also on Medicaid, quit wasting your cash on drugs. Go see a shrink and get that shit for free, and they can drug test you all day. You, you can fucking ramp up on Adderall and Xanax at the same time, walk around in a comatose and live off welfare just and d- Medicaid. And and you can still drink booze. You can you can spend your entire life in a fucking drugged out comatose blackout, make it a party. On the government's dollar, you don't even have to spend the money on drugs, claim claim some back pain, get some painkillers. There's nothing more fun than that. So, you know what? Not only do you have no excuse for um, taking government money and being on drugs, but you additionally have no excuse if you're taking drugs that they can drug test you for and you can get in trouble
1: if you can be getting free drugs through the Medicaid system. You, sh- you should be... Uh... Consulting with these people.
0: Well, I already said I would make a great delinquent yeah. consultant for like the to, retirement, but we said those people wouldn't have any money, so maybe I could be... These are, these are,
1: these are your guys, because <laughs> because they're getting the free payouts, they're getting the influx of cash, they're the ones that, that actually, um, you know, have some bank to, to be able to, for you to make money off of them. Right. For how to, you know, live their lives.
0: Okay, Putin... Uh, this has nothing to do with Putin. <laughs> Not even a little bit. <laughs> so, um... Trump... Just, Same thing. Just bombed Syrian... Um, like, uh... He, he sent some bombs into Syria, right? Some people were like, Fuck yeah, he's showing them that, uh... That he... People were pro... People were anti it. Forget what our feelings are. I don't give a shit about these bombs. What I thought was most interesting is on MSNBC... Um, oh fuck! I wrote down the the news anchor two seconds ago, and I was trying to look it up.
1: Whatever. Whatever. Matter.
0: One of the news anchors got on, and he <coughs> was pushing um, the conspiracy theory: "What if Putin planned the Syrian chemical attack to help Trump?" In other words, Putin himself goes out, and he does it. Then he has Trump bomb Syria so In that it looks like no, so that it looks like Trump is not on the same page as Putin. Okay. okay. Right? Because it, I like this. Putin's in Russia. I mean, Putin is in Syria, right? He's he's pro Assad. So if Trump is anti Assad and trying to oppose it. Clearly the two aren't on the same page. Okay. Now what's wild to me about that is I remember Dixie Chicks, Janine Garofalo careers got ruined because they said Bush, um, Bush shouldn't be in the Iraq war. And they might've also made claims that they didn't believe that there was, um, that he had nuclear bombs. And there was a time that speaking out against the government was so in, unpatriotic where people were upset like hey you got to stand by what the government's yeah. saying. That was the end of you, right? And those and that was against a conservative government in a liberal media. This is a new era where fucking news anchors I'm not saying conspiracy theory, not conspiracy theory, but can say something completely different than what the government narrative is and continue to get on the news the next day. That's not even reporting the news anymore. Reporting the news is, hey, this is what happened. This is saying, hey, here's why this might have happened. And I think that's better because it promotes free thinking where we're like, let's not just take what they're saying as fact. Let's investigate what the incentives might be. Or may or may not be. I remember I saw. I actually saw from. Uh, I think this guy's so good and on point when it comes to politics. You can look it up. The I'm forgetting Scott Scott Adams. I think the maker of Dilbert, mm-hmm. the Dilbert cartoons. He was saying that Assad has zero incentive right now to be using um, uh, to be using chemical weapons. What does he have to gain? He's literally keeping his power. He seems things seem to be going his way. What does he have to gain by that? Right. Um, so I think that's actually more interesting and more. It's like if every news station was just honest of like, Hey, let's explore what's going on here. What would be the better solution? And would Trump have a good reason for making this up? I feel like that would make us all more intelligent and actually bring more truth to the world.
1: That's a, that's a lot. Um, I think just the whole new age of, of where we're at with the, with the, Media and with the with the government, it's just like, it's just fucking, f- kind of. It, it's like a free. It, it's not like you could get in trouble for doing anything, anymore or saying anything, because everything's been flipped on its head. I don't know if that if that's you know in line. Well, with I think that, it's almost it's... a new age
0: where you. I, I think we're in a new age now. Well, it, it's twofold. First and foremost, you have to think for yourself. Right. right. If you're just turning on the news or just listening to Trump and taking what's said as fact, I think we can all agree you're kind of crazy. Yeah. I think we all kind of now have to understand of, oh, let's analyze the situation. So in this case, when a guy like him gets on and says, I think it's possible because let's follow the incentives and we could see that there would be an incentive for these two people to be in collusion to try and make the cover up. Firstly, that's interesting. Secondly, I think it does kind of broaden your worldview of how to think about politics. But now I'm going to go a step further. I want to think even when people are believing something that's totally crazy, for example, people were like that crazy Pizzagate story, which I didn't even read up on, Mm -hmm. that there was that pizza shop molesting kids. At the end of the day, the only way that people can even buy into a narrative like that is when there's complete distrust of government or the higher ups, right? So the... The only in other words in uh, the only way a conspiracy theory can have any legs is if there's some element of truth that people are willing to buy into. So if government is actually doing its job and providing value for people, you wouldn't be even open up opens the idea of like hey they're not working
1: for me. It wouldn't even give it the story legs
0: yes. essentially. Imagine if our GDP was growing, jobs were great, we've never gone to a false war, you'd hear some crazy story about the government you go Hey man, shut the fuck up! They're doing awesome stuff for us. <laughs> the only way this bullshit starts having legs is if we understand. We all understand that they're not necessarily like representing our interests. Mm-hmm. So first and foremost, I just think I-, I almost wish like Fox was like, we're just going to tell you conservative. Ne- we're not even reporting news. We're going to tell you theory, and then you were just left to think for yourself. What? 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 You know what I mean? Like, well, it's, aren't it, it's they, not isn't worse. not
1: really what they're doing in a sense? You know, eighty yeah, percent of the time, but they're not. You know, fessing up to that. I would say so. Okay, so then I guess it's just the only thing they're not doing in, in terms of that is is actually saying that we're, we're giving that slant as opposed to what their kind of like tagline is like, oh, we're just reporting everything in, in a fair and balanced way or whatever it is. All right,
0: mostly because I was running
1: sprints before this
0: and I'm hungry as fuck. I want to call it an episode. Um, I did have some other topics, but they're half-baked, and I feel like the one we just brought up was also, like, a looser and half-baked, so I'm ready to call it unless you got something you want to add. I also have no idea what of this is going to be recorded. There's a good chance we're going to go back to this tape, and it's going to be... No, it's all there. I like, I like the positive all mental attitude. Yeah. I
1: don't know, what else, what else, uh, is there?
0: Next week, I want to do a big thing on interest rates. Oh, God. I, I, I just think be
1: boring as shit.
0: I, it might be boring as shit, but I feel like <clears> it's <throat> the most important topic. I feel like if there's any one way that government's really robbing us of our wealth, it's what federal, the Federal Reserve does with money. Here's the thing I find most interesting is that – and I, I, I really have to do some research to back this up. But from what I understand, if we get near full employment – That's when they get concerned about inflation because if there's full employment, then companies have to start raising your wages in order to attract talent. In other words, when there's people who are unemployed, there's not a lot of competition in terms of having a job. There's excess labor, so they don't have to raise wages. If there's full employment, then they have to start raising wages. So part of what like a Jan Yellen has to do is if we're nearing full employment, they have to raise interest rates. To cool the economy, Isn't
1: that which what they're means doing now?
0: yeah, which means part of the Federal Reserve's job is ensuring that part of the population is unemployed.
1: Oh, yeah, they've they've got to keep a decent, uh, decent. That's insane. That.
0: They've overprinted money that mostly went to gains in the stock market at the moment, which means you had to have been wealthy enough to be investing in the stock market, to, at the expense to of on
1: that.
0: to the at the expense of if you're poor and not having a job, the government is going to has the economy structured in a way where they want to make sure a certain percentage of it's you it will back, never have jobs. Back, yeah. Now, like I said, I have to do a lot of research on that. I'm not 100%... I'll tell you why you
1: also need to do a lot of research on this. Because you're going to need to do a lot of talking about this because I'm going to be taking a fucking nap while you're doing it. <laughs> Fair enough. I, but let me ask you, that. If we, at that be- point... If we have the system
0: created in a way where there's a government agency ensuring that a certain percent of the population is unemployed, then I think maybe they do need to give those people welfare. If you have this stri- well, how have much welfare rigged, exists
1: right now? I don't know. Like I, I just don't know what.
0: All right, is I think there? That, I think that's going to be for next week, or maybe it will be for the next time that uh, you have to be on hiatus. I'll sit down, I'll research the fuck <laughs> out of great. all the things I want to talk about and with you just the Federal do a monologue Reserve.
1: Monologue for, for I'll an hour. rant on
0: it. Only only the hectares.
1: <laughs> Not <laughs> only, even. Only Not the even. biggest? That guy didn't call you back, right? <laughs> I'll run
0: your mouth, fans. Oh, he's out there. I can
1: feel him. I'm saying didn't call you back from no, last week. No, but sometimes
0: no. I'll look at the moon, and I'll think that he's looking at the moon. All right. He's right there. We're calling it here, buddy. Good episode. Shortest one yet. I, f- I feel like people are going to listen to more, a higher percentage of this episode than any other ones. Later.